yo, 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 ha ha, yeah, yeah, now it's a square triple one on one, you got your man that's hot, how you style you, Mr. Sonny, yo, yeah, with me, my man only dates women who can suck the karma out of a novel, my man Shooter, how you doing, I, I kind of stole that, but it's okay. Uh, it's it's alright, I'll let you have it, but you know. Make sure you, you hit know, us up you... on Facebook.com forward slash SquareTurkle101. Or hit us up on Instagram at SquareTurkle101. Or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at TalkIsSmack101. And let's see that hashtag SquareTurkle101 and Creed2. I want to see some ring card girls. Feel free to send me your nudes. I will never try so to like, So like my man was, oh, Sonny over here was trying to say is, um, we gave you the hashtag uh, last week to get into the Creed2 uh, VIP showing with yeah, yours truly, and we said square circle. We said SC one hundred and one, which was a lot of SC one hundred and ones. I guess we should have known that, we but we're so. still we're still honoring SC one hundred and ones. But if you guys can go back and, and from now on, any one of those costumes that you have, make sure it says squared circle one hundred and one, so it's a lot easier for us to track. So we didn't want we don't want you guys anybody to miss out on that. I said both of them just for the. I hate to correct my man, but I love to correct my man. I did both hashtags squared circle one hundred and one and SC one hundred and one and Creed two. Courtesy of MGM Grand Studios and Ally Global. Now let's talk about how I be messing up my headphones sometimes. How do you do that consistently week after week? It's like it's, it's just it's, a it's, rookie. It's Italian. We, what did you? No, have you ever seen an Italian not talk with his hands? What did you do when you was in a studio recording? Bro, they had to clear this. They had to clear everything out. They had to clear everything and out. There was nothing around me but the mic. Hey man, but the thing is, you're kind of old, man. I know they didn't have Bluetooth back then, man. So it's not like you had. Bro. You had to have wires. Dude, you know, I know no. you was over there, man, just burying We couldn't have more like than that. one MC in the booth because Cats was catching elbows and hooks on accident. Oh. It wasn't on purpose. It was like, yo, yo, you know what I'm saying? I was, I become one with the mic. I become one with the flow. Make sure you download that Square Circle app. It's available in Google Play and iOS. Now, let's talk about RCF. My man at IamRCF.com forward slash contact. You know the drill. You sell them sunny and shoot essential. You get a three-week free trial. My man shoot over here is competing. Really competing. Yeah. I mean, you know, he ain't competing in basketball. He might have found Cupid Zero. So this is all he really has left for competition. No, nah, it's not. I'm not even going to say it's something I have left in competition. What else is there? This is. Games? Any former athlete needs to be doing this. Good any good. any good. former athlete that who's trying to find a different way to compete or to especially just get and stay in shape. I think this is for any one of you guys, because like whether it's military, whether it's being a former athlete, anybody who's as competitive as I am, it's a great way to get that, let off that extra energy and that. That's good. I like that. That's really messed good. up too. So it's just like we we battle every we battle every day, and that's and that's what I love. I miss the camaraderie of that, and of course, just getting into it with everybody else, man, and just proving strong arm. I'm better than you. That's always a great thing. That's one of my favorite phrases I hear to start anything. Let's battle. I want to battle. <laughs> or we battle. Anytime I hear that, and it, you know, it doesn't end with actual death. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it because, you know, things get settled that way. You, everything can get settled that way. And guess what? You can come back and try again. To this day, I hate warming up. And for the simple fact that I hate warming up. The warm-ups in CrossFit are worse than the workout. Well, no, I hate warming up because... Just like when I was hooping back in the day, I would take a couple of shots, and I'm like, "Hey, yo, man, this, let's get to let's get to it. We over here. I'm I'm ready to get into the battle, and let's get into the fight already. Let's let's do this. We over here pussyfooting around, man. Let's get to it. Yeah, and it's funny because you just told me a quote earlier. You say you can't be that guy who say let's get it over, over with, because then you can end up losing the bout. But that's my man shooter for you. Hey, do as I say, not as I do. Hey, he didn't give he didn't make up his nickname. They gave it to him, handed. Now, now that you know about IMRCF, you get to work out on the show, my man Shooter. Always top looks like your favorite titty bar. Let's talk about Creed 2. I am so pumped about this movie. The only other movie trailer that I have watched more than Creed 2 is probably the first Avengers movie trailer. The first Avengers, not the second one. The first Avengers. The very first Avengers one. Because when it all culminated, I turned into 13 years old again. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Understandable. I, I'm 13 years old, you know, I, with, without the lotion. And I'm like, man, this I'm so psyched. I'm so hyped. And with Creed 2, it's like... I, I, man, I get so it, it's probably the weed, but I get so emotional watching the trailer. I'm just like, you know, I get teary eyed, I get yeah. hyped up, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait. Well, what what I think the reason why you get emotional about it is because you know, we, our age, we're not old, but yeah. we are older, so Old-ish. we kn- we know the initial Creed, not not Creed, but Rocky Balboa, which is Rocky Four, 
is when it was uh -huh. uh, the original Creed where his father had, had died at the hands of Ivan Drago. And then that so just know so just knowing the backstory of that <laughs> and then getting into literally hold on. How how many years when did that come here? What year did that come out? Do you know? You don't no, know, no, that's no, all I'm about to look no it up. Idea. I have no idea. Go ahead. No idea. But yeah, man, I love Rocky Four, even though he had no sparring partners, but it's okay. Shadow boxing. Oh. He said that in Creed 1985. Two? Wow. I was one years old. Holy so shoot. So we have literally the follow-up to that fight 33 years later. Wow. So Dang. so that's the reason why you're going to get a little emotional about that. And that's the reason why and The first Rocky I movie think, was in 1979, so 79 or 78. Yeah, so that I think that's the reason why this is going to be so good. And it's, and it's more than us than just this actual movie. First of all, Michael B. Jordan is great in it by itself. So far, Michael B. Jordan, to me, has been great in everything. Yeah, we know that. Yes. We know that. Okay, cool. The Wire, shout out to The Wire. Yeah. No, but this is going to be the follow-up to something that's 33 years in the making. So yeah. this is, I, I love it. I and love it, it alone. It only pops off this way because of because just the writing. The writing involved, yeah. the, the whole script, storyline, story everything about it. It shows, we've seen many in Living Color jokes and everything. We've seen Family Guy make jokes about it. Yeah, I'm going to fight him on Mars. You know, you can't breathe up there, Rocky. Neither can he. Like <laughs> that Martian can't either. But that's why I love it because it, it, it's have a, it's almost coming full circle. I may never watch Creed three because of how I think it may end, but that's what it is. What are you gonna do? Check it out now. Make sure you. I want to see some Halloween costume or cosplay, whatever you're into. I don't mind. Use the hashtag Squared Circle One One hashtag Creed Two, courtesy of MGM Grand Studios and Ally Global. You get to sit VIP, watch this before the movie comes out. That's the best thing about it. Nothing's better than the bragging rights of having something before everybody else does. Yes. There used to be a spot in Vegas, a swap beat there. We used to go up there and get these CDs a week, two, three weeks before it came out. Somehow he had the bootleg. And, and each cover was hand-drawn, horribly hand-drawn, by the way, of whatever they could think of. Like, now, that was the best. Now, is Creed the actual prize or is the Constellation prize? Because they get to hang with us and watch Creed too. Oh, that's a consolation prize right there. Yeah, I, mean, I, I feel like hanging out with us and actually being able to watch the movie and have us break down and just yeah. being around this and actually being fans of the show mm -hmm. or being listeners to the show and then actually able to be able to watch Creed a few days earlier than it comes in VIP. I think that's going to be... Shout out to my man, Luis, who just popped up. We opened one bottle of champagne. We got another one to pop off later. We'll wait for you. You know what I'm saying? But yo, I'm with you 100% on that one. And for people who do know us that are fans of the show, if you don't get to beat us... At least I can guarantee that we are the same people you see and hear about. I will say some effed up things. My time is better on when I'm on, when I'm live on the show than I am in public. Trust me on this one, because I might say some things like, "Go, get out, just go, <laughs> come back, think about what you said, and come back later." Because that He's like, happens. No, no, no. I thought about it, yeah. and I chose yeah. to say it now, yeah. and it's just like I have no apologies about it. And my man's even better looking in public. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Not in a rape way, though. That's what I mean. So check it out. Make sure you do the hashtag Squared Circle 101. And let's see some costumes. Let's see the kids in Halloween. Happy Halloween for that one. Let's see the cosplay. If that's what you're into, you know what parts you got to hide on Facebook or Instagram. Come on, man. Yep. So you got that. And then also, you know, you have to follow the Squared Circle 101 page and also the Squared Circle 101 Facebook page. And shout out to everybody across the globe who's been listening to the show. I love y'all or hate y'all, depending on what kind of smack you're talking. But if you're just listening in for a second and third time, I like you even more. Because you know that we do know boxing, we do know the sweet science, and we do love talking a little smack. Or we don't know boxing, and they just want to sit there and argue with us from afar. Hey, if you're yelling at the TV, I'm doing something right, baby. That's what I'm talking about here. Now, let's get into this, man. Are you, let, me, let me hear. How, how we winning? What you got? All right. Oh, oh, oh you know what? I got into the. I got into it. I, I forgot we were even. I wasn't even supposed to do anything. Usually, you always leave me out, but I almost left myself out. Okay. The fact that you aren't where you want to be should be enough motivation. Wow. I don't know if you're actually talking to me or telling the quote of the show. I'm doing both. I don't know how to take. No, no, that's both. You can take it how you want it, baby. The truth don't. The truth don't lie. The truth hurts you. A hit dog will holler. Yeah, <laughs> two for one. That's two right. for one. Did it get to you? That's Did it cut right. to the that core, was, you Baxter? You can't make Did it that cut up. to the. Hey. That was awesome, man, man. Yeah. Yo, check it out, man. If 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 I was a rapper, I, I better have a record. Well, if I was still rapping, I should have a record deal off of this alone. That's what I'm saying right there. You know what I'm saying? One more time, man. That was a good one. The fact that you aren't where you want to be should be enough motivation. 
that's great. I think that's I think that describes the consistency of where we're at. We yeah. always talk about consistency and be able to do this day in and day out. How much time I gave up the gym on Wednesdays to be here. Hey, hey, if I told you I gave up masturbation on Wednesdays and we told this to some random dude, who do you think he would feel sorry for? I mean, your masturbation only lasts how long? I mean, I'm a marathon runner, homie. You're a marathon runner? Yeah, I'm a marathon runner. Hey, let's scoot over a little bit. Good looking. Let's get you on camera. Now, let's talk about this here. I like that quote. It was great. And everybody should, if you don't relate to it, then you're happy, either happy where you're at, or you, or you've accepted defeat. One of the two possible things. That's terrible. And you never want to accept defeat. Die on your shield. You got way more respect than if you just took it, took the knee and stayed down. You know what I'm saying? Unless you got a broken orbital bone like Kelbrook, we can respect that one. But that's what I'm talking about. Let's get this pop, man. Now, first thing I want to do is get off right. Is the World Boxing Super Series? Okay. Now I didn't get the brackets updated yet, but I will have that on the page here soon. Slack in. But all the fights, I've watched them all, and I'm all caught up. And we're going to start off with Ivan Barinchuk. And I want to say, Anthony, can you dig it, dig it? We did not give him enough respect to say that nickname on the last show. And it just flows. Can you dig it, dig it? Not a winner's nickname, by the way. Anthony Yigit came in 21-0. Ivan Barinchuk came in 18-0. Now, we've actually seen both of these fighters uh, together fight on separate cards uh world boxing super series we always talk about this as far as being the pinnacle of how all championships should run yes so this is for the uh vacant ibf title correct nice yes yep both of these guys uh yigit was a southpaw now what weight division this is 140 super lightweight so we're already on a crash course so we'll talk about a little bit later but watching round three like the first couple of rounds I had this as a fighter of the year candidate already. Okay. That's, I like that. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. I'm not saying it ended that way, but this was a great This was a great fight, period. Anthony Yigit came. He came. Yeah. Now, that was a bad Pause. cut. <laughs> that was a bad cut, though. <laughs> His eye was closed. It wasn't even a cut. His eye was just hey, blatantly cut me, closed. Cut me, Mick. No. Yeah. Did this... Re- <sighs> Let me ask you, you know, go ahead. If Ivan, if you found out Ivan Baronchuk was a sleeper cell for Russians, would you be shocked at all? No, I'm no. not even mad. No. As a matter of fact, I'm. He says like I'd, I'd have to pull the wrong burgundy. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. Chindon. Yeah, Chindon. If if I found out that he was created originally to be assassin, but then the Soviet Union broke up, he became a fighter. It would make more sense to me, because everything about this guy, for one, he almost has perfect features. Insane, right? And then his, his boxing style is a little awkward because his arms are long, yeah. super long. And but he he's compact. He doesn't use them, I think, good enough, but he's all around pretty solid. He really is. Well, one, Anthony, you get, just like I said, he was 21-0, but he only had seven knockouts. Yeah. So the knockout ratio lets you know that mm-hmm. he is a boxer. And Ivan Berenczyk, he really came in. And I thought he got frustrated a lot of times because he couldn't really get in and close the way yeah. he really wanted to. But he, he doesn't know his own range well enough. He, exactly he doesn't, that and that's what happens when you're 18 and 0 with 11 knockouts. You you just yeah. The, the, this guy's a beast, man. He's a savage, and he's not a Mike Tyson, but at the same time, he's one of those guys who tries to impose his will on everybody, which I really like watching him fight. You know what this guy, Anthony Yigit? You know what he reminded me a lot of? Kel Brook. Not necessarily like his style, but the fact that whether it was Triple G. Or whether it was Earl Spence, he came to fight and he was hurt and he showed and he was game for all of it. And so I really like this fight. Ivan Berenczyk won this fight. um, TKO in round seven. This was this is a war. And watching this fight, it actually made me feel more and wanted to see more Anthony Yigit. Me too. Than. Ivan Berenczyk. Now, Ivan Berenczyk, we're going to see him regardless, but Anthony Yigit was one of those guys that. I really want to see and follow his career and kind of see where he ends up and what he does. Yeah, like, I'm going to give you an example. Polly Malnagy, when he first hit the scene, this is a dude that, even though even if I didn't like him, he's Italian, so I'm, 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 I'm going to watch You're, him. You were going to like him regardless. I'm going to watch him. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to see what he's about. You know, see, what, see how he is. When I notice he's good, I can't let everybody else know I like him because he can't know that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm still going to sit there and watch him. won't cheer, won't root. But when he fought Cotto and he stood in fight, 
I read a great article about Cotto too. Um, but, and he stood and fought. It changed my entire perspective of him because he saw that he can box him, but he hits hard. He can't box him all night. Only option, stand and fight. And anytime I see that, I respect it so much. You know what made this fight good to me? I watched this because when this came on Saturday, yeah. I watched this two days later. I watched this on a Monday. Now, I had a recording. No, so I watched, was this on uh, zone. Yeah. Was zone. Dazen. D- D- Dazen, Dazen, Until they pass, Dazen. Dazen. I could have paused it, but I didn't. I had to take a piss, and I sat there and watched the fight because I didn't want to miss nothing. Now, that lets Things you know. you never say to your girl. <laughs> no, no. That, that lets you know. It's just like, I want to see this. Now, I could pause it, but no. The rhythm, the, the momentum of this fight is could change at any moment. Like, the, one of the first things I said, I was like, this is going to be over quick. One way or another, somebody's going somebody's gonna to catch these hands and get this work. Yeah, it, it, Ivan Brunchuk definitely got it. Anthony got it, gained a fan out of me for sure. Yeah. Just by, not just by the nickname, but by the fight overall. Um, what, was it, what I was going to say about Cotto real quick was, I uh, read a great article about him because they asked him, who is like your toughest fighter, fastest fighter, hardest fighter, smartest fighter. Went down the list. Of course, Mayweather ended up being number one. But yeah. he, when he got to, he's, uh, they asked him, who was... That's about Polly, and he said Polly was the quickest fighter he ever fought. And next to Floyd, no one made him think more. Ooh. That's a great compliment. You know what? Not only is that a great compliment, I like that even better because I would never saw that coming. Neither same here. Same here. So But just like uh, Mayweather though, oh, like same, same thing. So same thing. Uh, I was watching an interview with Robert Ory. So we're talking about a guy who's won seven championships and all this kind of stuff. Like, like, you know, so from the killer. Houston Rockets to the Lakers yeah. to, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. Rudy Tomjanovich is who he had as his favorite coach. Yeah, yeah Rudy Tomjanovich. And I, I liked it because I always look at the cerebral aspect of almost everything mm-hmm. because it, it gets to see how other people view certain things. Yeah. So it's, it's always – I've said this analogy a lot of times. Whenever I'm watching – whenever I see somebody who's a master at their craft, I picture the first time Neo realized he was the one in the Matrix. Mm-hmm. You see things different. Yeah. Some it, it, you just see things different, and then so I like that, and it's just like Paulie Malinazzi, you know, when you ever dealt with somebody with real real speed, it's hard to really control that because you know. Tell me about it, bro. You know, the only thing that the only the thing Mexicans, that beats speed is their speed down is yeah, whack. I've the heard, on, but like the only the only thing that beats speed is timing, and timing's not a lucky punch, but you have to you have to take a whole bunch of speed shots to really yeah, yeah, get yeah, there yeah. get that timing down. So that that is correct. In boxing and in drugs. That is, that's, that's how I'm going to say that. I think everything you say can be I'll translated. Take your, I'll take way. your word for it. Yes, yes, that is true. And if you don't, and you have to find out, and you don't invite me, I'll be disappointed and more upset at the same time. <laughs> Just like when you found out your homeboy slept with that one girl that everybody has, it's like, you didn't wrap up. What the hell is wrong with you? You know you, know you just kissed everybody uh, at this party. <laughs> oh, God. Now let's talk about, next on this one is... Probably has the dominant so far, or the heavy favorite to win this 140-pound division. My man, Regis Progress versus a very tough Turbo Terry Flanagan. Yeah, Terry Flanagan got mopped, bro. I don't. I wouldn't say he got really mopped. He was. He didn't get mopped. First of all, the senator, uh Regis Progress mm-hmm. won this for a unanimous in a unanimous decision. Terry Flanagan, the one thing I will say, he only had one loss coming yeah. into this fight. Against Mighty championship, Hooker. Championship pedigree. Yeah. That's the one thing I'll say about this because we we're, we're, talk, we're talking about somebody who's – Terry Flanagan, it was – when did he originally have a title? It wasn't in super featherweight. No, it, was it, 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 no they're fighting at 140. Yeah, they're so this, is at 140. this is at 140. Because Maurice Hooker is at 140. Got you. No, I was talking – well, that, I mean, we can, bring, we can bring from, it up. Uh, box rec, I could do that. No. Terry Flanagan, it was, and I, I think I, I had it written down. Yeah, be confused I? with another Irish drunk fighter? No. Terry Flanagan, I like this fight because he was one of those guys that you're not going to look good against. Like, you're not going to look Jeez. great against. Like, no matter how good and far ahead of Regis Progress is, you're not going to look great against Terry Flanagan. Like, he's one of those, he's like, look, I came to win. Yeah. I came to fight, and I know how, I've seen everything under the sun. And whenever, and anytime you get into, I've seen everything under the sun. It's just like there's no tricks that you can do. You're just gonna have to outwork them, outpower them, outmuscle them. Yeah. So this, this, there's two times, there's two times you should ever, as a fighter, have a gun for your opponent. For one, when you know that's the only way to win. For two, 
That's the only way he, this man is going to stop coming at you is that is with that gun. And Terry Flanagan has that championship pedigree with him. That's why he's a former world champion, but Regis Progress is definitely the well better talent and harder hitter. But this is why I love everybody overseas, man. There's just, there's just this... Like, the, when we were growing up, the campaign wasn't stop bullying. It was stand up the bullies, right? Yeah. That's, that's, how we, that's how we grew up. That's our generation. Yeah. And that's what it was. Now it's stop bullying. As soon as you leave Northern America, it changes to that. You know what I'm saying? It changes to that, you know, from stop bullying to stand up the bullies. That's why they have more entertaining bar fights in the UK. There you go. I think Regis Progress is going to be a great champion. And he will, it will be so. He's a he's a champ right now because he's with the what what belt is he? Does he have? Pounds. Uh, I want uh, a, WBC or WBO. Yeah, he's like the interim under Jose Ramirez. WBC. Yeah, okay. well, yeah, for the WBC. But Jose Ramirez didn't he just just no? He know. lost the welterweight. So we're still chill, still work working on. We're not, we're not working on it's nothing. It's horrible just, that we don't know that we're going off fight news to verify that he's the yeah, interim. Fight news. Yeah, so because it shouldn't be an. Interim. I think he's. I think he's an interesting champion because he wants to fight everybody, yeah. and I think he's very uh, flamboyant about what his aspirations yeah. are. And so I'm a fan of this. One of the things that the commentary said about the commentator said about Regis Progress that I agree with to a certain extent was. He's kind of like a Keith Thurman mm-hmm. with more heart yeah. or with a heart, yeah. what, however, you want to, however you want to take that. Shots fired. Shots fired. But Keith Thurman is a thinker. He's not just all power. Like, very the, smart the, in the ring. He's Don't very – like, in as much trash as I talk about him, just like, I, just like whether it's Pacquiao or whether it's Danny Garcia or anybody like that, like I will give you your respect and your credit when it is due. And – I tip my hat off to all these boxers out here who's able to do this professionally, and I, lo- and I love what they do. But Regis Progress, especially with this fight with Terry Flanagan and a go-unanimous decision, I just saw him more of a thought process. I never saw him out of control, yeah. but I never saw him really get, even when he had Terry Flanagan hurt, he had great head movement, and he punches great. I just, and he can take punches as well. I just see more from him, and I just think I just think he's a great fighter all around. I agree with you one hundred percent. I like Regis Progress. I love the story. It, you know, you love his story like you love Drew Brees' story when it comes to just the city, just New Orleans in general. Yeah. Right. Anytime you see the people who saw it all, lost it all, and found that comeback, a motivation to get where they're at, whether it's whether it's just a promotion, a job, or the top of the fight game, you always love those stories. And if because if you don't, for one, you're just a horrible person. And then for two, it, it's good because you know what you know what a human being is actually capable of. Unfortunately, for Regis Progress, I love everything I see except for one small thing that concerns me is that I see Tommy Gunn in him. Tommy Gunn, like if he gets all he gets, Rocky Five for you guys who are trying if to. He sit wins there. once he gets the Ali, if he gets the assuming he gets the Ali Trophy, it's the same it's the same conversation. Yo, you might be a title, but you didn't get the title from Balboa. You didn't beat him. You beat this paper champion. I think that's exactly the reason why I think he's going to be a great champ because he'll be the one who's trying. He'll die as, on his yeah. shield, try to prove as that. Lo- and as long as he doesn't, you know, call him out in a street fight, because <laughs> Terrence Crawford, don't call this man out in a street fight, please. Face him in the ring. You got a better chance, probably. And that's what that is for real. But in that moment too, that's that's the only thing that my concern. Terrence is. Crawford would have knocked out Terry Flanagan. I'm sorry, but yes. go ahead. But, <laughs> but, yeah. go ahead. And, but go this can happen easily to reach his progress to where. If people start saying that to him, and let's say he unifies all the titles legitimately, and they just say, well, but you didn't beat Terrence Crawford, even though he's up in another division. Even in the timeline of the Rocky Five, Rocky was retired for a couple of years. Yeah. Right? A couple of years, he's still like, you didn't beat him. It's like, man, you see how old this man is? Well, check this out, though. Real OGs, you ain't have to fight in a while to know that you still can fight. I'll, you know, hey. even being a bouncer when I am doing that job or, what, hey, or no, whatever sober, it is. Sober hey. and drunk, I know who I don't talk smack to. Hey. I know who I... I'll, pff, actually, I'll probably never run, even if you got a gun. Just period. I just won't. But it doesn't mean I'll try to talk my way out of it. But, you know what I'm saying? I'll, still, I'll stand there and let you know that you, you, I'm here. I'm here and I ain't going nowhere. You may win, but you're going to look like you... You're going to look like you were raping somebody the way I'm a... F up your face with punches and oh, scratches. Man. I will do what I got to do, oh, son. Man. I won't hit you oh. with the groin or anything below the belt. But trust me, I got hands and feet. I'll slice you up. I'll slice you up, son. And 
If you look at me, do you think I might have a knife or a gun? I'll let you decide. There you go. Let's decide. My man, he don't even know. He don't even know. He don't even know. You think who protects who? Oh That's right. God. All right, what are we talk about again? Oh, Ridge's progress, my man. <laughs> Definitely the heavy favorite. Terry Flanagan lost nothing in this bout, but I can't see nobody beating this boy at 140. So now Regis Progress has Kirill Relic coming mm-hmm. up in the next round. Which should be an interesting fight, but Regis, the only way he ha- Karelic will have to outwill Progress. He will have to outwill him, but we will talk about that when that fight's made. Yep. Now that's for the World Boxing Super Series. We have more to discuss this weekend about that with a couple of names that you might have heard of. But let's go into uh-huh. this. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll, I'll be, actually, let's talk about let's talk about Fury real quick. <laughs> so there's nothing really to talk about the Huey Fury fight. Right, Cuban so. Pulev, I'm sorry, who actually won the fight? Cuban Pulev versus Huey Fury. So great, excellent records. Um, Huey Fury came in at 21 and one with 11 knockouts. Pulev came in at 25 and one with 13 knockouts. Just a sloppy slug, slugfest. Uh, Pulev came up winning um, unanimous. De- no, he came in uh, unanimous decision. Kind of not across the board. He, Cubert Pulov, number one contender for the IBF right now. Um, the scorecards were 117, 111, 118, 110, 115, 113. This had so much reminiscence of the Klitschko uh, Tyson Fury fight. Just, I was really unentertained, and that really yeah. doesn't happen it's, much. It's crazy because there's some there's certain times when you can have a boxing masterpiece that's beautiful, but if a box even if a but if a boxing masterpiece is ugly, you're gonna look away. Yeah, you just can't watch. You know what I'm saying? I I watched that with the intention of seeing if anything would happen, but that that's the reason why sometimes when I watch a match or we both watch matches like separately, if one of us catches another one doesn't, like whether it's the first or the second round, and you're like. The rest of the fight is the same way. Yeah. It's like, so <laughs> if you saw the first two rounds of this fight, or we'll say the first three rounds of the fight, just know that the next nine went the same. No, this is, this is me, this is that moment when you, you're sitting in the parking lot at a bar, and, you, and you're like, you know, I'm not going to start the car. Hold on. Watch this dude. Watch what he's going to do. He's walking to his car. Uh, he's going to drive. Yeah. He's going to drive. You know it. You know it. But should I stop him? No. Nah. Nah, I'll just, <laughs> nah, I'll just sit here nah, and watch we'll see. See. Hate, I want to see what happens. Stupid, right? yeah, yeah, I want to see what stupid, happens. Right? Same thing. Exact same thing here. And that that's all you can say it sounds like. Just like with... And that that's a horrible boxing masterpiece to watch because even though you know it's going to happen, you're going to turn away. You're going to turn away. And it's not, and it's nothing, it's nothing's remembered, even the win. The win is just as remembered as much as the loss. Yeah. But a, a W is a W is what are you going to do? That's what it is. But... Cuban Prilev, I believe he should be ranked higher now in the heavyweight division. Hugi Fury probably is going to drop dramatically because he's lost his last two, two out of his last three bouts for sure to Joseph Parker and Cuban Prilev. And we know that the heavyweight division has a huge hole that's kind of – it's like, I want to say, a little bit more than half fulfilled, right? A little bit more than half fulfilled. And I think – and the only reason why is because of the, the, the quantity of talent that's there. You know what I'm saying? If it was as stacked as the 147-pound division, which we would be talking about how this loss is okay, and don't worry, you got another 30, 40 guys you can fight versus Cuba Pulev getting the win. Hey, guess what? How far did you go up in this ranking to get a shot? Because that's all you get. No more. No more after this. Not many. Povetkin is one of the few that you see go down, come right back for a title shot. It took him five years after his loss to... The, the Klitschko. Now he has to like PD things, uh, uh, you know, Viagra, whatever they use in Russia. But that—that's what that is in this heavyweight division right now. You know what I'm saying it's, it's smaller divisions are like that too. So that's how big that win is with Pulev. Where, where's he at? So depending on where you have him. So right now, uh, who Pulev or Provokin? Pulev. So Pulev. So this is as of right now when I refresh it today. I see Hughie Fair. Okay. Hugh, Hugh, where, where we at? The IBF. So the IBF. Okay. So just like I said, Pulev was ranked number one in the IBF right now, and so that's, yeah, that's, that's the only, yeah. Yep. And that's been one of those things where they were trying to make him a mandatory. Also, um, they, they may don't be surprised if they're probably going to order that fight in January, just so you know, because uh, the the power, the universe, regardless of what happens in December with the what we'll talk about here soon, they know that. We, we don't want it to fully culminate until at least same time next year. And that's what it is. But 
Hughie Fury, you're going to have to work your way back, man. To be ranked number three, taking that fight, lucky. So we'll see what happens and where it goes with this heavyweight division, man. Now, let's... I want to give a 10 count, but I don't want to give a 10 count because I'm a little sour. I'm a little upset about it. But this is second to last, you know, HBO boxing match, right? Second to last, Second to yeah. last. And it started, man, we do like, you know, the main event is Dan Jacobs. But it also had Albert Machado versus... versus Yondale Evans. Yondale Evans. Ooh, sucks for a name like Yondale. I wonder what his nickname was. I wonder what his nickname was. Definitely a fighter because, like... You got messed with because your name is John Dale. You had no choice. No choice to be fired. Because if not, all them jokes would last you till now. Albert Machado let him know that he's not a joke at all. This is, uh, how, how, how long does this fight last? Uh, it was two minutes. It was around two minutes of the first round. So, yeah, 120 seconds. However you want to look at it. Albert Machado trained by Freddie Roach. Correct. This is a current champion. Right? Correct. Of the 130 uh, WBA of the super featherweight, 130. 130. So, nice division. Not bad. Not bad at all. Definitely, I, I'm not, I, I wouldn't say this guy is a padded win because, you know, even, even names that you know shouldn't be in the ring, there's an argument why they should be in the ring. No, so first of all, uh, Yondell Evans came in. He was 21 and 20. 21 and 0. 20 and 1 with 14 knockouts. But he the thing is he campaigned at. Uh, featherweight, so he was a little bit, he was a little bit small for this. But you know, who knows what he walks around in? Though he, <sighs> when you go on there and you get a title shot, and that's what it was. He got he got a title shot. He tried to make it. He just bit off. He just bit off more than he can chew. After the first round, after the first knockdown, because he got knocked down twice in the first round, yeah. and then got ended up getting knocked out in the first round with the third, but. After that, he just knew he bit off more than he can chew. And you saw it in his eyes. Like, he looked over in his corner like, yo, do you guys really want me to continue to fight? Because I really don't want to be here right now. I, I've i done that in the middle of workouts. I started working. I'm like, you know what? Low, you're like, I don't want to do this no more. You know, like, 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 no, that it, it's, it'll be hard. It's like. Have you seen me without a shirt? Yeah. <laughs> so, no, that's exactly what Yondell Evans what looked like. Uh, two Southpaws fighting. But Alberto Machado. He's just a beast. He's a savage, though, yeah. man. Like there wasn't, there wasn't nothing that you could really take away from this fight. No, and and, and this is one of the things. The argument could be: did, Is Machado look and is he that good, or was the opponent not up to par, and and he got to shine easy? So and that's always going to be the argument because the record would say different. But at the same time, if if you're any fighter, do you turn down a title shot? Even even if we, the trainers seen, are like, "Yo, this, I've had, you're not I mean, ready yet." Do you turn down a title shot? Because let's think about this. Uh, if you, there's, there's uncountable amount of times that someone might get offered a chance at the title, you know, and it's not the right timing. The right timing is Lethal Weapon 1. Came in, Martin Riggs and Joshua before the end bobs. He, yeah, you, you want a shot at the title? He knew this is the right time, right? But when you're a young fighter, even a, a seasoned fighter who's gotten a title shot before, even if you're not a puncher, we're boxing changing one punch. Do you turn down the title shot? I mean, there, I think there's so many factors that goes into this because it's your it's your handlers. Are they worried about your career long term? Are they worried about the money right away? Your health. How, your your health, yeah. your star power, all that kind of. Yep. If you don't have big enough star power, your looks you're going to take. Some cases? If you're yeah, your looks in some cases. Right. If you're not worried, if you're don't think that you're going to get a title shot or you don't have that good star power, you take it right away. Yeah. Because maybe you can surprise him, maybe you can shock him, you may not get that chance again. Could be left in between the seams, between the cracks. But if you do and you know you're going to have that, like somebody like... You could honestly offer Shakur Stevenson versus Oscar Valdez right now. Wait, let's, let's say Shakur Stevenson and Lomachenko. You don't take that. Shakur, to, Steve, Shakur Stevenson, we have seen every single one of his fights, and he's he's only ten fights in, basically. Great, that's great. And you because you know you're going to see him in the future. Now, you know he has now, the, but now let's say we're negotiating this right now. But yeah, well, I understand that. But look, let's look at the let's look at the professional record. Yeah. How many total fights? Hey, got similar. 12, similar. Twelve fights. Similar. Ten fights. Similar. Former Olympians. Why don't you take this fight? Now it might not be the money you think you deserve, but and this is where the hand and this is where the handlers come in too yeah. because they're going to be like, yo, bro. 
we need you to be real. You're not ready for this guy. Yeah. You're not ready. Yeah. As much as, as high as I am on Shakur Stevenson. Does not mean you can't beat him. But just today. Not, you cannot beat today, him. Today. You cannot you ain't beat seen him. Enough. You ain't seen enough. That's what it is. That's just what it is sometimes. That's why. Oh, man, so many references I can think of. Some that, that right there, what I said in the beginning, time and beat speed. Mm. So, you're, you may be younger, you may even be faster, but the time is just not right, and it's going to mm. get the best of you. The definition and solution to every woman's orgasm right there told by my man Shooter. I don't think you, can, you can't make that up. I can't make this up. I'm going to campaign with the Urban Dictionary, or at least the first Urban DIY, or DYI, do it, yeah. Do, do it, it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Pause. But <laughs> and I'm gonna campaign for that one because I think my man just explained everything. He might have found the meaning of life, and that's what it is. But what are you gonna do? Albert Machado got the got the KO on his record, and looking good. 130 pound division. Who's the other dogs there? So, well, actually, Javante Davis is Ooh. WBA champ at that at the WBA. Miguel Bichel, Bichel, Tevin Farmer, and uh, Matsuyaki Ito. So we just so we just uh, we just seen all those guys actually fight, and I was just looking at this. I didn't know Ryan Garcia was ranked number four in the WBO and WBA overall. Six, seven, eight fights, right? You know, he's a Facebook star, Instagram star. Mm-hmm. He ain't bad on the eyes. I'll give him that one. But this this, this just goes to show that his star power is bigger than his actually boxing power. Because when you hear his name, you that's, think about it. That's what I said about the be, thing. Yeah. It's the star power, man. That's what gets you that. Right. So he can stay up there and just build on his name and know that he's always going to have that title shot no matter regardless. I hope nobody tells Robert, I'm sorry, Ryan Garcia that, hey, bro, you make more money on Instagram and Facebook than you will in Boston. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? And, hey, good news. Technology is there. You get to look like this forever. <laughs> At least till you're 60. That's what I'm talking about. So we'll see what happens. 130-pound division is all mixed up right now. We got people that shouldn't be calling out people, people that we want to see more of, and then people that we look and see that is beautiful, like my man, Tevin Farmer. So we'll see what happens next. Next up here is the Miracle Man versus the tested, I don't want to say sparring partner because he's got a record that says different, but unfortunately sparring partner to my man, Jan Jacobs. Sergey Derevinchenko, 12-0, 10 knockouts. And Daniel Jacobs coming in the Miracle Man, thirty-four and two, with twenty-nine knockouts. Mm. We okay. both saw this. Yes. We both we both had Daniel Jacobs winning this. Yes. And not and not and easy saying win at that, all. Not not saying it's an easy win. Uh, Daniel Jacobs always say he plays mm-hmm. at a level of his competition. Yes. Now these guys are really familiar with each other. Yes. Like, what we're gonna talk about after this is a similar thing. When you got, you know, when you got guys that Matt Kellerman brought this up. You know, when you got guys that know each other well. That usually produces more exciting fights. Yeah. It's because they're very well aware of what he can and cannot do. Correct. And sometimes you get caught in the moment and you 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 forget about how what they're good at and what you're good at. It's easy to let emotion take over. It's easy to let your pride take over and walk or talk you into something you can't walk and talk yourself. Well, out. even in the beginning of this fight, you saw a lot of respect between both of the fighters in just trying, like. When you know when you've read the scouting report on two different fighters and they've read it on each other, there's a mutual respect where they come out there and they're like, "Hey, let me see what this guy got. Let me see his power. Let me see." Common but then, sense but then, and John Wick. Yeah, yeah. Hey, let me let me see let me see where this guy's at. But then, if somebody's like, "I know where this guy's at," but this is serious this time, so I really have to approach this a little bit differently. So you you always you always you always say that. Um, everything that both of these guys threw was really dangerous. Which was really exciting to watch. Yes, it was. Because at any moment, you're just like, hey, yo, those uppercuts from Daniel Jacobs was great. But the walk down of Sergey Derevchenko was just like, hey, yo, I'm staying on top of this guy. I'm powerful. I'm younger. Yes. I can do this. So it was, it was a great fight. It was a and, great fight. And this is one of these moments where you show the level of class because yeah. there, was, there was great rounds in there, but too many rounds where Daniel Jacobs still won regardless of, of the moments he had. Yeah. And that just shows that level of class. He just, Darren Chico wasn't there. And He's maybe the IB, huh? He's seen it all. He's same, seen it all. Same, same with uh, what we talked about just a little bit before that. So, uh, Daniel Jacobs, what? You fought Canelo Alvarez. You fought Sergio yeah. Mora. You fought Triple G. You fought, I mean, uh, not, yeah, uh, sorry, I apologize for that. Yeah. You fought Triple G. You fought Sergio Mora. Who, who else is. Um, Knocked out Peter Quillen. Kid Chocolate, he beat Kid Chocolate. Hey, he's been knocked First out. First round. He's been knocked out, stopped in within five or six rounds, right before he had cancer. What else you got? 
what I'm saying? So, this is a man who's done everything. And then also, three uh, damn near three times the amount of fights is what you had, too. Yeah. So He's the current IBF champion. Now, it's, the argument's there because they stripped Triple G, probably what he shouldn't have been stripped for it. But no interim, he's the IBF champ. Now, we are fans of the Miracle Man, Dan Jacobs. Yes, we sir. We do like seeing him. We like everything he's about from just his, from from personal to boxing. But I also love that he's very aware of his money, very aware of, of his position in chess, his, his position in negotiations. Because and he's probably with the best promoter possible right now, Eddie Hurt. Yeah. So uh, Daniel Jacobs did win this fight, though. Split decision. We had 114-113 going for Sergey Derevchenko. 116-112, 115-112 in the favor in the in the favor of Daniel uh, Danny Jacobs yeah. too. So that's how that fight ended up too. If anybody didn't see that. And oh, Daniel Jacobs. Also, the round one knockdown that he mm-hmm. had that changed the whole landscape yeah. of the fight too. Because like even though it happened in the first round, I think boxing and football are probably like the only sports where something that can happen really early in the quarter or the fight can dictate di- can dictate everything that happens with the outcome. What do you say? The, the, it's the imperfections that make it perfect? It's the imperfections that make it perfect. It's one of those perfect. things where I, I love and hate the rule because all that happened to Derek his glove touched the ground. Yep, that's, that's it. Hey, the that's rules, it. rules is rules. And, and, and I don't want it any other way. Rules is rules. I don't want rules. it any other way because... There's, if we go down the list of sports, period, there's probably like one or two rules that you could change to make it better. But it's yeah. just like, you know what? Nah, that's I kind of want yeah. me one like just like the NFL. One of my things I think the NFL should change. I think they should take the college uh, college route and have one foot touchdown when you catch the ball. I'm all for lot, that. A way. lot more exciting yes. catches. A lot like yes. a lot more movement. A lot more offense. But you know what? It's a little bit more difficult. Yeah, I agree because one thing the NFL learned is that if it's a high-scoring game, people will watch. Say with baseball, if if we if we if if you're flipping two channels and let's say it's it's uh, the California Penal League with Wild Thing pitching versus the (laughs) The the Las Vegas Fifty Ones, right? But you see the scores eight to nine in baseball, you're like, okay, what's going going on on. here? It's the fourth. It's the fourth inning. Let's see what's going on here. Same thing. Hey, it's popping off. Thing. Like, no, ain't nothing worse than me turning on Monday night football or Thursday night football, Thursday Sunday night football. football. And it's like, why'd I skip the gym? And it's 30, it's 35 28. And the commentators are talking about boxing in that football. That's what I'm talking about right there. Yeah. Now, Daniel Jacobs here. Well, Eddie Hearn is probably, I think he's the best promoter currently today as far as for overall business. I want to say, what is it? Uh, it's just his business goal. Where he's headed and what he wants to do with boxing and his own company. I think he has the best plan in place, and he's definitely doing it the right way. Daniel Jacobs has learned something from somebody because he knows that Charlo wants him, right? He knows that Charlo wants him bad, right? And (laughs) I still love that moment when that man was talking smack and watching Daniel Jacobs walk by. He goes, ooh, what is this? There's beef. There's beef, Ooh. and I love I love that they got into that. Yeah. So real quick, go. but what he said he said he needs to talk to Eddie Hearn. Eddie Hearn told him he said he's gonna make Eddie Hearn tell him 90-10 split. That, that's insulting with an argument. That's something where you want to avoid somebody completely. Yeah, don't respond. Don't acknowledge. Don't even look his way. Like you say, if you pass it by. Yeah. Like it's, it's like keep going. If a ninety ten split. I still in the middleweight division. One sixty. In the one, let me go. Let me go here. Now Jamal, the Charlo. I poke fun at these brothers. Yeah. I like Jamal Charlo. I stand by my story that this man will be the number one pound for pound fighter with the proper, with the proper, with the proper mind state. I'll say and and, and handlers of course, but just a proper mind state. Jamal Charlo is no slouch. This is the power puncher. No, he's no slouch at all. But after you come Canelo, after you come Triple G, I'm giving Daniel Jacobs the head nod on that one. Then it's everybody else under that. Yeah. Jamal Charlo, yo, bro, I don't think I'm – I'm not – I'm saying this now, but just off the top, if him and Daniel Jacobs' fight happens, I'd give the slight edge to Daniel Jacobs, me personally. I would give him a, a – I would give him a bigger. I would make him a heavy favorite going into the bout, 
based off of experience alone. And, and grit and will. And grit and, and will. And experience. How, how do you beat a man that, that already beat death? Scared of nothing, right? And, and, with, and unfor- with this man, fortunately, he's the living definition of it. You know? Like, it's... Think about how many times that we see... Like, I, I have extended family members who has MS, and they got a better attitude than I do about just life in general. Yeah. Like, they actually use that, that three-figure blind feature in the iPhone where it pops and magnifies it. They use it, yeah. actually. Everybody else listening right now, you do it on accident and panic and think you broke your phone, right? Until you figure it out. And that blows my mind sometimes. And you think about, like, this man, they t- he got knocked out. Then they told him, you may never fight again. And still like, yeah, yeah, Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? That's what he did. And now he's here. So that, first off, puts him at one class level above. Jamar Charlo may have gotten a little bit too much money too early with improper handling, which could be his one thing that hurts him in the long run. Hopefully, and also we can see this Dan Jacobs pricing himself out of the fight because we know who he wants. He wants Canelo, man. Canelo's right there. He's, got the, he's already on the network. He's already got the promoters that wants to work with everybody. Whether it's in, in men's suit or drag. That's what it is. And that, that fight is pretty much done. Unless K2 Promotions and Triple G can come with a better offer, he's fighting Canelo Cinco de Mayo. That's it's what's going to happen. You think Daniel Jacobs is going to fight Canelo Cinco de Mayo? I think money will make it happen too early. Unfortunately. I think Daniel Jacobs should fight Jamal Charlo before he fights Canelo. Or even rematch Triple G before Canelo. Even though Triple G should fight Canelo first. But I think the powers of Eddie Hearn and the, and the money that speaks will make that happen Cinco de Mayo. And then we'll see Triple G Canelo on an anniversary date from the third time they fought. And that's what it is. If that happens, I want to hear... I'm not, I'm not, I want to hear my own perspective on that. I, I, I know where I, which way I would go, but I would definitely love to analyze that fight. I think that would be a great matchup. That's another fight where I... I reserve the right to the day, to the, day the of, week of, and, and we I, have to I, make picks. And I, I allow you to have that. Yeah, because Canelo's not a heavy favorite in that fight at all. But let's talk. We ain't gonna talk about wishes. About, yeah. But we'll see what happens. That's that's what that's what that's what we say. You know, that's a little CTs to women. That's what I'm gonna say. That's a little bit. Just I'm gonna give you a little bit because when that fight does happen and will, because me and my relationship with Miss Cleo makes that happen, and my ability to predict this stuff. We'll see what goes on from there. Shout out to my miracle man right there. We're getting the solid win on the second to last fight of HBO Boxing. Now, we're going to move forward here into the contender, which sounds like a bad 80s cover band, but it's actually a great fifth season. Had some good matches in there. Great matches. Now, some of y'all might be ahead of us in here. That's fine, whatever. Talk a little smack to us if you want, but if you, we're going to use the nerd, you know, the nerd code on this one. Don't do a spoiler unless you just want to be a douche about it. Don't, don't do it. Just don't do it, okay? If you listen to the show, you know where we're at. Yeah. And where we're at right now, we got to see, who is it? Uh, I can't even think of his name. Michael Moore won. Yep. I don't know who he beat. I can't think of it right now. But Michael Moore won. Broke his hand in that fifth round? I, I, I don't know. I wasn't. I was halfway pinned since I watched the fight. I didn't see what the aftermath of that was and see what they didn't actually. Didn't talk about it at all after the fight. So. So he got hurt during the fight. That's all we know. But he ended up. We do out know that victory. he went in the corner and said, "I think it's broken." We don't know what was broken. You're not a doctor, though, bro. That's right. I am an MD, but not a doctor. That's what it is. And then we also know that Shane Mosley Jr. got a win in there too. Got a Four win with, left. with two knockdowns in the third round, and so. And especially what we noticed from this, we've always noticed about Shane Mosley Jr. He always had a chip on his shoulder because of his dad and who who his lineage is. But he's the best pure boxer, and I think he's the best adaptable boxer to anybody who's in there, which now, makes you know great boxers great. Yeah, that's true. And with Shane Mosley Jr., like I, I told you when we were watching, the thing that makes that man so dangerous, he isn't all good he is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you, when you see that cat out there on pick any sport, and you see him slaying it, it's like the dude who just keeps pulling girls, but he's not taking them home. It's like, bro, okay, your balls ain't dropped yet, but check this out. This is what it is. That's what Shane Mosley Jr., that's his best attribute in this tournament. And also his probably key to victory. Because I think if he figured it, figures it out before this is before we get to finish the season, it could, it could hurt it. Well, it's crazy watching this fight. 
Shane Mosley, and especially his uh, his first fight, when he's knocking these guys down or out, it's way more convincing than any of the knockdowns or outs that we've seen in the show. It's more of I let the game come to me, mm. and like I didn't try to rush it or I didn't try to force it, and that's the best way to approach it. Just like women, wow! Oh my, how do you do this? It's in me. It ain't it's on amazing. me. I can't. I can't wash this off. I can't wash this Man. off, baby. You know what I'm saying? It be only because of the Me Too movement. <laughs> One of the reasons why we have to advertise and promote this as a boxing show, because we know what a box is. You know what I mean? we know what it is. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just say that. But shout out to Michael Moore getting that W. Anytime you see a man broke, uh, break or hurt anything. Speaking of that, win, though, I want to give a shout out to my uh, my boy Nick and my boy Marquise, who both won this weekend too. You guys held it down at Green River. Uh, shout out, hats off to you guys too, man. Yeah, my man Marquise, there. I, I follow you on Twitter. I, I, I retweet anything y'all do. I saw Andre Keys was on the card too, so shout out to y'all, and shout out to everybody in Washington. Just boxing, anybody who's laced up. There's, there's another level of respect that you automatically get in a fraternity. Not many get to really, join. Really, yeah. That's what it is, yo. Now Shane Mosley Jr. He's probably become my heavy favorite to win. Not just he- as a heavy favorite based on skill set, not my personal favorite yeah. to win. Michael Moore, I do like that he has the name of an accomplished fighter not related to him. That That has got to be one of these things. They haven't brought or maybe much, Sugar really. Shane has Shane Mosley Jr. has the name of a prominent fighter yeah, who sure. used to fight too. So. With his, with his, yeah, as of right now, though, they still... I think him and his dad are getting the same amount of camera time. His dad's not in the tournament, so... That's the only thing I can think of there. So we'll see what happens. And I can't wait for this to... I, well, I can't wait for it to end, but I like the storyline. I like the setup. Andre Ward is good with this. So the contender, we'll talk more about it next week. Shane Moley Jr. looking good. I got the name on here. Was it Jack... Uh, what's the whiskey? Oh, Jack Dempsey. All right. So I came across this, and it just... I I just wanted to say it. I, I'm just going to quote it verbatim. When I was a young fellow, I was knocked down plenty. I wanted to stay down, but I couldn't. I had to collect $2 for winning or go home hungry. I had to get up. I was one of those hungry fighters. You could have hit me on the chin with a sledgehammer for $5. When you haven't eaten for two days, you'll understand. <laughs> we, live can, in, we live in different times now. All I can think of is my, my father and the advice I got from my dad. If you lose a fight, you go back and you fight that man. You fight that man the next day, hey. and you keep going back until he doesn't want to see you no yeah. more. Yeah. Now it's not the proper advice to give to a what, eight-year-old. Well, not to anybody else, but that's something I think that me and you would tell our seeds. Yes, that's for sure. Not in front of anybody else because they may arrest us. Yeah, that's true. No, for for real. But it's Facts. at the same time. Okay. Unpopular opinion. I'd rather my kid be the bully than get bullied. Sorry. Is this another woman reference? No. And cuckold? And no, and not a cuckold. No, I, look, if I had to come to this principal's office, A, shooter, <laughs> yeah. your yeah. son keeps beating up everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, hey, shooter, your son keeps getting beat up by everybody. Hey, I'm going to be more hot about, I can tone, yeah. I'd rather build, I'd rather have to bring my kid down a notch than to try to help build. I mean, you always want to build against confidence, but at the same time, man, hey. I'd rather my my kid be a wolf than a sheep. I'm I'm only gonna say this in the scenario where you have a good parent in there, a good parent regarding. What are you trying to say? That. Wait, let me finish. finish. I don't want to cut you. Let me finish. Let me finish. I, I know you ain't packing no blade. I know you ain't packing no blade. Man, who said I need a blade, bro? Oh, you, you with me? Yeah. You need a blade. <laughs> Trust me. But what is the thing? You walk out mad at your son when you find out he's a bully, but you give him the right advice. But you still walk out with your chest up yeah, because exactly. you know that yeah. he's a man. He's in the right direction of what a man can be, I guess would be the proper phrasing. And with the proper, just the proper advice and tips and, you know, an awareness of the bad things that could happen, whether they follow it or not, because we, we probably do, probably won't. I don't consider myself a bully. I don't think I am. No. I know I can. Yes. But then I also know that. There's Your a, voice could be a bully on the phone. Yeah, but also I do know that there's a certain time and place to say certain things, and I try not to take it there, but if it goes there, I have no problem with any confrontation or conflict that arises. So that's what you want to get your kids. you slap two men. You don't slap a man. Listen, man, stop putting my business on the street. And hey, one of them stop. is, is stop. a couple days stop. away from viral. Stop, stop, right? I'm not. And see, that's how you know. I, I don't want to put it out there like that, man. Yeah. I ain't trying to. 
I, I ain't trying to get. I ain't trying to get it. This in is what that, I will like say. That. It was not the back of his hand, and it was the same gender. If that makes any <laughs> sense at all. Jack Dempsey, great quote. Yeah. Hopefully, a quote like this is never lost in time. It just shows. It, it just shows the hunger. It just shows the hunger in which I really liked and what's which really drew me to it. Now let's and translate like, that to current times where sometimes I sometimes I had no internet and I had to, and only got fifty dollars a day. You know what I'm saying? But let's talk, let's move on to this. My man Oscar Valdez demands a unification bout. What you ask for, you shall receive soon. I my, guarantee it. My favorite words in boxing, unification. Mike Literally Gar- my favorite word in boxing, unification. Mike Garcia vacates IBF. The hope to close the fight with Errol Spence. Mike Garcia probably is one of my favorite fighters. Yes. Compared, not even compared. Just in the reference of he's so vocal about what he wants and he's taking he's, every precaution he's to good, get it. He's 100% all around, like, but size can make a difference. It does make a difference. I didn't say nothing about it. I'm just talking about who he is Only as a boxer and who, what he wants to do yes. and how vocal he's being about it. Hey, he vacates that. If he got to move up and he wants to fight Earl Spence, he wants to do whatever he wants to do. He wants to you know, drop down and fight Lomachenko or whatever. Do it. I'm all for it, and I love you for it, baby. I do love it. I do love it, especially that he only wants to fight champions. Now they got, at- uh, hold on. I'm, so, I'm sorry about this, but another thing is just like um, like whether Daniel Jacobs wanted to fight Canelo or whether Mikey Garcia wanted to fight Earl Spence. Dude, what are low? That's win-win for you. Yeah. Those are win-win fights for you. Mm-hmm. You win. You're the champ. Right. You make all the shot. You call all the shots after yep. that. You lose, look who you lost to, bro. Automatically will skyrocket to the number one pound-for-pound list. Now, a situation where it's not a good idea is if you are Apollo Creed. Unless you got Creed 2 coming up. Make sure you see some... Man, I want to see some cosplay. I want to see some costumes out there. Hashtag Squared Circle 101. Hashtag Squared... Hashtag Screed 2. Courtesy of... Creed M- or Creed? Creed 2. <laughs> MGM Grand Studios. And... Ally Global? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Let me see them. So we we want to see all the theaters with us. And this ain't one of them weird sex theaters or not weird sex theaters that I might be at. I want to check it out. Now, Jarrett Hurd is against Jason Wellborn. Added to the, the Wilder Fury card. December. I sent you a couple things, man. Cool. December is going to be shaped, shaping up to be the best month this year. I'm loving this because usually in December, you don't see people scrambling to get this going. You know what I'm saying? You know but what? I, I do hold like on, it. Hold on. Hold on. Give me a quick second. Keep, okay. talk, keep talking. Quick second. Keep talking. Things you don't you say to your girl. Now, one thing I do like about this fight card is that Jared Hurd is on it, for one. Okay, okay so uh, September, you know, uh, Jose Ramirez, Antonio Orozco, Canelo, mm-hmm. Triple G, Jaime Munguia, Brandon Cook, Chocolatito, <laughs> Moses Flinch, Spike Sullivan, David Lemieux, <laughs> Anthony Joshua, uh, uh, Alexander Provokin, uh, George Groves, Callum Smith, Jordan Nakajas, um, versus Santiago, Devin Haney, uh, Uskategui, um, Jorge Linares, Admiral Cotto. That was... Oh, hold on. I'm sorry, 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 sorry. Ryan Garcia, Carlos Morano, Sean Porter, uh, Danny Garcia, Amir Khan, Sammy Vargas. That's what September was. That was just September. That, that was September. So maybe December is not going to be as good as September, but that's pretty damn – but December shaped up to be pretty yeah. damn close to that. It goes to show that retail is taking over, just like how they stole Thanksgiving and Black Friday from you. Yeah. At least it's boxing that's going to steal December from me because that's fine. Yeah. I'm good with that. Hey, for I love real. It. For real. I love it. Because I'm tired of just waiting for Christmas Day football or Christmas Day basketball. Hey, yeah. hey. Actually reading off uh, what happened in September. That was a great, great month. Right? month. That was a great month. I hope y'all Woo! get paid for the damage I watched. That's for sure. Now, I got to listen to Rogan, Joe Rogan with Tyson Fury. It's a great thing. I'm only going to say a few things about this. I'm not here to promote anybody else's stuff but our show. But one of the best things that Tyson Fury said about it was he told Deontay Wilder the same thing he told Klitschko. He said, hey. You beat a Mexican, you beat you beat you beat Eastern Europeans, you beat British, you beat Americans, but you never face a Gypsy King. That's that is great, right? And then number two, he what he said. Klitschko has three punches. That's it. Three punches in his entire arsenal. He got the jab and grab, the uppercut and grab, and and what else? He got the overhand right and grab. That's it. Klitschko's entire arsenal, right? He said if he can't beat a man that has three punches, he shouldn't, he shouldn't win. He shouldn't be in boxing. He said Deontay Wilder has two punches. He has that uppercut, and he has that right, the straight right. He said if I can't beat a man with two punches in his arsenal, I don't deserve to win. I shouldn't be a champion. Because just boxing skill. A man who did a ugly, the ugliest masterpiece, you cannot tell me a Picasso painting is good at all. Yeah. You cannot tell me half this art in Seattle is good. 
at all. I don't care. That's what it is. The Tyson Fury match, I watched that thing front to back live. Like, and I forced myself to stay away because I'm like, he's going to beat this man and, and take it from him. And that's what happened. And when I hear that, it shows that, that level of IQ. But when a man has the power to break the wall down in your house, oh, man, he, he, he broke the mascot's jaw. The, the actual costume and his physical jaw. Who does that? Right? That's messed up. He might have ruined mascots forever. But we'll see what happens December 1st. I can't wait to talk more about it. Now, let's talk a little bit here about the World Boxing Super Series coming up again this weekend. We got about three fights here to talk about. How much time we got? We got some time? Oh, uh, we're running short on time. We're right, running short on time. Well, the good news is, is that there's only probably one name in, in this World Boxing Super Series that everybody's going to be familiar with. The first we'll talk about is my man Ryan Martin. Not my man because I'm not familiar with him. Josh Taylor, I have read and heard about. We have. We've now, seen him before. We've seen actually both of these fighters before. So Ryan um, Martin. Ryan Martin, uh, black guy. So... And yes, as you would know, going off the last going off the last couple of fights, uh, uh, Ryan Martin actually beat Breedis Prescott in a unanimous decision. He right, fought that uh, last year, single day mile last year. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's I think that's where he's where I got swept yeah. under the rug. He's more of a boxer. Uh, Twenty two and zero with twelve knockouts. I'm actually taking him over Josh Taylor. If that's of course, it. surprise, surprise. Yeah. But thirteen and zero with eleven knockouts. So you know, Look, Josh I'm just Taylor. I'm shocked because everybody it. listening that Ryan Martin's a black dude, right? <laughs> Yeah, I understand now. No, that this, was very this is actually right I think this is actually gonna be a really, really, really good fight. We got two um, boxes, right? Yeah, no, no, you actually got one. Well, Josh Taylor is a boxer, but he does have the knockout. He has okay, more okay. of the knockout power than uh, Josh Taylor. Now I'm gonna say Josh Taylor definitely has a bigger name. I mean name. then uh, Ryan Martin, sorry. Josh Taylor has a little bit bigger name, maybe for us because we pay attention to Boxing outside the, just outside the, not just outside and the U.S. And in the U.K., anymore. they just, pr- they produce, I mean, yeah. besides the heavyweights, they, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll give you guys, uh, Joshua. I'll give you guys Anthony Joshua, but outside of that, I, all the, all the smaller yeah. weight divisions, U.K. really does it with great fighters. Yeah, there's nobody that you can't put on a card where, even if you think they're going to lose, you're like, well, let's watch it, see what happens, but it's still about that trophy, it's about that supremacy, it's about that domination, so we'll see who wins, and I love these kind of fights because... This is how we learn. This is the one-on-one, man. This is how we learn who's good and who's not. This is how we learn that level of class. This is how we learn who we want to watch again later. So we'll see what happens. I like the names involved. I bet you if we told Trump that Ryan Martin and Josh Taylor were coming, he'd probably let them both in with no problem, but then be a little upset that, that one was a brother and one was not American. We'll see what happens with that one. Now, next on this World Box Super Series is a very known name. My man, the Filipino Flash, Nonito Denaire. Or d- this guy will Filipino. not die. Bro. Yeah, this dude stays active. Like he's he's, he's soap, good for at he's least two fights a year. Bombers. He's a photographer and a boxer at the same time. He kind of reminds me of like a Filipino John Leguizamo. Mm. Like just not as funny. Just not as funny. Not that, as funny. His look. That's yeah. that's what gets me. I see it. I see it. Definitely see it. He's against Ryan Burnett. Who's Ryan Burnett? I don't even know who this guy. Is. I know No Nito. I know No Nito so well that even if I heard of Ryan Burnett, I'm forgetting about him right now. We got one more fight to talk about this after this. Don't forget to hit us up, man. Do that hashtag Square Circle 101. We want to see people we don't know, you know, at this, at this with us. So Ryan Burnett, this is actually going to be. This is for the World Boxing Super Series. This is going to be the uh, the vacant WBC Diamond Bantamweight belt. So this so, is for the actual championship there. Yep. Who? What? What division is? One twenty six. One twenty two. One twenty. Uh, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Fighting that bantamweight, but um, hold on, don't this is for the WBA super bantamweight title. So what? So what's that? One twenty-two. One twenty-two. Right. Here, hold on. One twenty-two. We got Nonino Denaire. Who he moved, should have moved back down because one twenty-six was way too big for him. Yeah, one twenty-two. Perfect. Who else is at one twenty-two? So that's what you got. Ray Vargas, uh, Daniel Roman, uh, Dog Bay. Isaac Dog Bay mm-hmm. is in there too. He's quickly becoming a favorite. Uh, Diego De La Hoya, Blase, Blase. There's names in Moises there. Flores. So for Nonito Donaire, he knows the best weight division that he's in. And for Ryan Burnett, you answer the call and others did it. I don't care what anybody says. This World Boxes Super Series has, has it, there's, it, it's its own ag- algorithm to put this in in a translation to everybody else. It's its own algorithm. There's a formula to it and a success that can happen. Andre Ward is who he is now because of the similar situation with it. We got, 
So Ryan Usyk faces Tony Ballou coming up. So Ryan Burnett, nineteen and zero with nine knockouts. So half of his knockouts are, you know, half of his fights are knockouts. So the pa- the power is there, but yeah, he's a boxer puncher the formula more than anything. But what, you know, but we're talking about somebody who's had thirty eight fights and Nonito Donaire, who's seen everything under the sun, everything. who's been there. So and we're talking about twenty four knockouts and those thirty eight wins. So hard and we're, and we're talking about. Also going twelve rounds toe to toe with Carl Frampton. This is a chance Nonito. This is a chance Ryan Burnett carried his spit bucket because of how much you've seen, and that's what it is. So this is your chance to get a solid name under your belt yeah. and a legitimate win over Nonito Denner, and me never question the name Ryan Burnett again. I won't drink Burnett vodka ever again, but Gross. I will remember this. That's for sure. If you get if you get a good solid win. Now what I have next up here is on. A top rank fight that could be a quiet, a quiet fight of the year. You got Miguel Burchell versus Mickey Roman in, in just a Mexican style brawl. All I know is they I don't know if they should have a shot at tequila before or after the fight. Uh, this fight is gonna I think this is gonna be a pretty much easier fight for me to dictate. Miguel Burchell, uh thirty four and one with thirty uh with yeah, thirty knockouts. Miguel Burchell's the one's got the hot sister who boxes. Is that right? Um well, well, that's another right, show. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. Take, about we'll, ta- we'll talk about that. Yeah, but Miguel Roman, uh, 65, uh, 60 wins, twelve knockouts with forty-seven. So just 60, I didn't forgot Morty. I got I didn't forgot Morty. You ever learned though? But um, we I have s- Miguel. I have Miguel Bershold in this though. Mickey Roman won't die. This man will die. No. Now what, what, what he got? 60, 60 wins. Yep. No amateur career. No amateur record on this guy right here. And if he does, it's probably written in Spanish and he got paid in a very small amount of pesos. Because you can tell your level of success in Mexico based on whether it's pesos or dollars. That's a fact. I blew everybody's mind right now. Who's this in? Miguel Burchell. It's kind of a pedigree fighter. Good, solid, uh, all-around beat, boxer. Beat, beat Francisco Vargas. Beat Ooh. Takashi Mira. Ooh. So, I mean, he has, he has a couple of names. but also He beat Vargas when nobody else was. That's for sure. And Vargas was, you know, whatever. He was a little older. Got leather skin, yada yada. Mickey Roman does not die. This is a man who keeps coming and won't come. Number two reason why you might want to gut in the ring, Mickey Roman, because if you don't get the wins, you want this man to stop coming. Make sure you download that. Make sure you download the Square Circle app available in Google Play. And I got a text that's saying it's not available on iOS. We'll talk about that later. I've been I've been trying to get it. I've been trying to get a hold of my man's in them. It's working on my iPad for show. You, 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 you can't get it on I thought it's not in there. Okay. No, no, no. If you have the app already, it works. But to be able to re-download it, I'm trying to get a hold of... Uh, We're going to send download. Tim Cook a male stripogram because he is a very known open LGBTQT. Make sure you download that app available Google Play, iOS. Subscribe to us on iTunes and YouTube and Facebook. Make sure you watch the video. Talk a little smack to us on Twitter. Talk a smack 101. You got something? The fact that you aren't where you want to be should be... Enough motivation. Let me see some cosplay. Let me see some costumes. I don't, if it's in the bed, you know what to bleep out. Yep. Make sure you download the app. You know where to find us. Hashtag Squared Circle 101. I saw a On tweet Instagram. where it said something that you... I'm a, I believe it where it said, you know, uh, Twitter automatically bleeps out your private parts. Oh, you like that? Yeah, I, I believed it for a hot second. <laughs> Make sure you use the hashtag Squared Circle 101. And man, I'm out of here. See ya.